The accounts you'll hear on Parsha Stories are original adaptations of the weekly Parsha. Enjoy! Come find out how the world began, how God created the sea and the land. You'll meet the Avod and the Imahod and a pillar of salt named Deshavlod. Mitzrayim's got a lot of wheat. Find out why in Bereshit. This week's Parsha is Vayeshev and begins the long, dramatic saga of Yosef and his brothers and the story that is very well known from the musical and the movie Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Now this week was a little bit different at school because normally our students from pre-K to third grade at the lower school get together for Havdalah, which they did do this week also, but normally I would tell the story to all of the students at that time. But this week I was out for the day on Monday, and so we had the recording that was done of that story. So this week I'd like to invite everybody to listen to the audio recording that I have done for all of the students, and so we're going to add that as a bonus in this podcast format. So not only do we have this, the normal podcast, but also we have the entire story laid out uh, as the audio version of what I've shared with the students in video as well. So they can check that out if they want to hear the story again, but they all have already heard that story in the lower school from pre-K to third grade uh, as their normal Parshat Shavua. But this week... And this podcast, I want to really focus on two of the scenes from the story of Yosef and also use this opportunity to draw everybody's attention to the wonderful newsletter that comes out and that hopefully everybody has started to receive, the Devash newsletter. So the two scenes that I want to focus on are about when Ruvain and the other brothers throw Yosef in the pit. And also, a story that I did not get a chance to share in my recording for the all-school Parshat HaShavuah, which is what happens to Yosef in the Beit Sohar in the jail, which we're going to talk about next week because it's a good segue, but it really happens in this week's Parsha, and I want to draw our attention to it. So let's start with the story of Ruvain and Yosef. As a reminder, Yosef has been really bothering his brothers. He is the favorite son of Yaakov and gets a lot of special treatment. He doesn't have to work with the flocks or out in the field. He gets a special ketone pasim, a special coat that he can wear and show off just how much Yaakov loves him. And also, Yosef has these dreams about his brothers one day bowing to him, which really, really make them angry. And so at the end of the second dream telling, Yaakov sends the sons out and says, you need to go get some space. Why don't you take the flocks far away, spend some time with some space, and and I'll talk to Yosef. And Yaakov talks to Yosef and says, Yosef, you've got to chill it with all this dream talk, and you have some repair work to do with your brothers. So why don't you go find your brothers and 
maybe offer to help them a little bit with the flocks. That way, that way maybe you can build a better relationship with them. And Yosef goes and does that. And as he's approaching the brothers, they see him and they say, oh, here comes that dreamer. And Shimon, who we understand from last week's Parsha, has a very short temper and is very violent, actually. He tries or wants to hurt Yosef in a very bad way. And so Ruvain, who is a reasonable person, says, and this is a direct quote from the text, and you can actually find this in the Devash on page three of the newsletter. Ruvain said to them, don't shed blood. Throw him into that pit in the wilderness, but do not touch him yourselves. And the text says, and it doesn't always tell us what people are thinking, but it says he intended to save Yosef from them and bring him back to his father. So even though we think about the story of throwing Yosef into the pit as being a terrible moment for the brothers, actually it was Ruvain's idea, but as a way to save him. Because if it had been up to Shimon, they would have attacked him and maybe even killed him. But Ruvain's intentions were not all met with success, because even though Yosef's life is saved and he is thrown into the pit, before Ruvain has a chance to come and take him out of the pit, Yehuda has the idea to sell Yosef into slavery to the Ishmaelite tradespeople who are coming by, and Yosef ends up going down to Egypt. Famously, the brothers then have to come up with a story to tell their father, and so they dip the coat in blood. And all of this, again, I share in the all-school Parshat HaShavua, which you can access that recording this week. And Yosef ends up as a slave going down to Egypt, and he ends up working for Potiphar, who is a minister in the Pharaoh's court. Yosef, at first, is beloved by Potiphar, but eventually Potiphar becomes angry with Yosef because Potiphar's wife, Asha Potiphar, lies and tells Potiphar that Yosef was not nice, and they throw Yosef in jail. And that is mostly where I stopped the story in the all-school Parshat HaShavua. But the story does continue in this week's Parsha that Yosef meets two people who used to work for the Pharaoh. He meets the former baker and the former cupbearer. And the cupbearer's job had just been to make sure that the Pharaoh was never thirsty. So I just imagine the Pharaoh takes a sip, puts his cup down, and then the cupbearer is right there to make sure that it's refilled with wine or water or whatever it is that the Pharaoh might need. But here are both of these people, the baker and the cupbearer, in jail with Yosef, and we're not exactly sure what they did wrong. But they start talking, and they're just chatting about dreams, and Yosef says, hey, I actually sometimes have really intense dreams, and I'd love to hear about your dreams. And so the cupbearer says, well, I actually had the weirdest dream where there were three grapevines in front of me, and then all of a sudden I had the Pharaoh's cup in my hand. I took those three vines of grapes, I made them into wine, and then I handed that wine to the Pharaoh. And Yosef says, that actually doesn't sound like that weird a dream to me. 
In fact, I think I know what that means. And the cupbearer says, what, what, what do you think it means? He says, I think that it's three vines because in three days, we're going to get a call that you are going to be the cupbearer again. The Pharaoh is going to save you from jail, bring you back to have him work for you in three days. And the cupbearer says, oh, that would be so wonderful. Yes, I hope that that happens. That would be great. And then the baker says, wait, you guys are talking about dreams. That would be great for the cupbearer. Maybe mine's also really good. Can I tell you about my dream? And then you'll tell me about why I'm going to end up saved also. And if you want to learn more about that moment where the baker shares his dream, you can look it up on page five in the Devash. But the baker says, I had this dream where I had three baskets on top of my head and the top basket had all of this food that I was bringing to the Pharaoh. And then the crows and the birds came and ate it. What do you think that means? Is it good too? And Yosef says, uh, no, in three days, the Pharaoh is going to come and that is going to be the end of your life. So also three, but I am interpreting that dream to mean that it's not good for you. But listen, what, what do I know? What do I know? I just have never been wrong before. And sure enough, this week's Parsha ends three days after those dreams were told to Yosef. And on that third day, the cupbearer is pardoned, is freed from jail to go serve the Pharaoh again. And the baker's life is ended. Now, as the cupbearer is leaving the jail, he says to Yosef, thank you so much. You interpreted my dream correctly, and now my life is going to be so much better. I'm never going to forget you, Yosef. You're amazing. And Yosef says, yes, and if you have a chance, put in a good word for me. And the cupbearer says, of course, of course, I'll put in a good word for you. But he forgets to put in a good word for Yosef. And so Yosef is still sitting in jail, and he's going to be sitting in jail until next week's podcast, Parsha. Shabbat Shalom.